Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, good morning and happy Saturday. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Got the squad here, DJ Jeff. We got Mr. Rogers in town, Stephen Bonds. Of course, Michael Lombardi out at the Borgata. Hanging out at the South Point. You want to come by and say hello? Um, we'll get to the base. Is the hot dog cart open yet? Right now, hold on. I'll be right back. Oh. Hey, by the way, you act like you care about the hot dog cart. I didn't see you eating any, as you call them, hot dogs when you were here. Hot you, dog. didn't, you didn't eat a hot dog. Well, I mean, the show, I didn't realize how early the show starts. It's like 7 o'clock on the weekends. It's 9 during the week. I was, yes, you know, usually I have I have lunch before I start the show with you, and you're not even at breakfast yet. So I kind of the time difference. But, you know, I was telling somebody about that hot dog cart last night. I like, I'd like to get – I think I told Thomas Gable he needs a hot dog cart right out front of here. He'd be making a fortune. Maybe you and I could invest together. We'll get Berman in the well, mix. We'll invest let's do we'll the coffee table cart. book. Let's do the coffee table book with, with album covers, and let's do the hot dog cart. Those two things we need to do so there are 34 remaining unbeaten fbs teams you know who one of them is state school of new jersey rutgers the rutgers scarlet knights greg siano's ball club and Loving they them. and they head to ann arbor today to take on michigan Ooh. who's also three and oh um in the five prior meetings to uh, put it this way they've been outscored rutgers and this was chris ash 256 to 37 is that good i don't think it is uh before we get to the game i have a quick question for you yeah i'm guessing you've seen the many saints of newark which is the no, prequel I haven't. to the sopranos you have not it has not it doesn't come out until october 1st it i know but you're you my... so i assumed you got like an advanced uh, copy no, I... I did not get an advanced copy. I w- I, I'm going to just uh, Friday, next Friday, it, it drops. It drops on Thursday night at 12 o'clock. So Friday, uh, you know, Friday morning, I, I won't have time to watch it Friday morning, but I'll certainly watch it. It's a contrast here. Rutgers at Michigan. It's a big number. Michigan's lane 20. Now, Rutgers didn't get here playing flashy football. As you know, they're averaging about 351 as far as total yards a game. They're at the bottom half of the Big Ten in both passing and rushing. So the question is, what do they do well? They don't turn the ball over, and they force turnovers. The Shiano can coach. Right. Right. What they don't do is lose games. I mean, Siano's from the Belichickian school. He's not going to lose games. He's going to play it so that, you know, he's got an opportunity to avoid losing first. So he's going to be careful with the football. You know, he doesn't have, he doesn't have a, you know, he's got a grad transfer quarterback in, in Verdrell. You know, so he's not exactly a, an elite offensive team. He understands that. He's got a lot of transfers. It's a, it's a little bit of a senior class, but his strength is the defense where they're able to play and, and create some turnovers and use their speed. I mean, they are the eight, get this now, Patrick. I know this sounds ridiculous. They're the eighth ranked defense in college football. It's incredible. I mean, and they're fifth in turnovers gained, you know, and they're third in sacks. So they put pressure on the quarterback. Now this, this is against Delaware, against Temple and against Syracuse. So, I mean, I understand that these stats are not exactly elite stats, but they are, you can only beat who you play. 
this would be a tough challenge for them. 20 points, I mean, that's a lot of points to lay. It's less than the three touchdowns. You know, Rutgers will play, they'll play to where Michigan will have to play well to win the game. They won't be given the game by stupid mistakes. And to your point, Okay, maybe it hasn't been against the best competition, but Chris Ash was a defensive guy when he came over from Ohio State, and he never had the defense playing like Shiano's already has the defense playing. So to credit to Shiano, now Michigan, this could be the year. I know they're starting to get excited. That was about as impressive as far as an offensive performance and defense against Northern Illinois. Shout to the Mac. You're going to find they outgained the Huskies 606 to 208 in a 63-10 blowout victory. And the Wolverines continue to pummel. It's not Cade McNamara throwing the ball. They're 350 on the ground. That's the best in the country. They cannot stop running the football. No, and they protect the football. They're number one in not turning the ball over. Again, they're not losing games. They're not making mistakes with the football. And I think what they've done is they've shored up their passing defense. You know, with Don Brown, it's hit or miss. I mean, Don Brown is ultimately the – he's like Steve Spagnola in the NFL. He wants to create a negative play on one of the plays in the series. And when he does that, he get off the field. Well, you know, when you have superior talent, sometimes you get away with that. When you don't and you can't balance your front, you can't balance your defense, it becomes problematic. Don Brown's now at Arizona. You know, now they've changed defensive coordinators, and here they are. And, and I think you're seeing that in how they're playing pass coverage and how they can balance their front and not give away things. This is the moment. I mean, look, we know Ohio State isn't where they want to be. I mean, we saw that last week with Tulsa, right? So if Michigan is ever going to have an opportunity to beat Ohio State, this has got to be the year, and they're getting better as the, as the game goes on. This is a huge test. If they cover this spread – I got a feeling that, you know, Michigan might be for real. It's a big number, but here's the thing. Shiano's team, as we just mentioned, they're going to turn you over. They're not going to beat themselves. They're not going to give you short fields. So it's Michigan. It's, it, it's, too, it's a team that kind of mirrors one another. Michigan just does everything much, much better as far as talent overall running. You know, there's just a difference level in talent, but 20 is a big number. It is a big number. And look, you know, we know, but here's where, here's where Rutgers gets in a problem today. Michigan is, does a great job of protecting the football. They're number one in the team and not allowing turnovers. And, Mich and Rutgers needs it. They need it. They need to be able to get the ball turned over if they're going to be able to control. They need to play on short fields. They need to be able to kick field. They need to keep this game somewhere in the 20s. If this game gets into the 30s, they're not going to score that many points. 50 and a half on the total. Do you have a read on how this plays out? I, I, I think if Michigan covers, it goes over. I think if Rutgers covers, it goes under. There I you think you got to play them both. You got to play them both together. If you like Michigan today, take the over. If you don't, if you don't, then you've got to take the under. Unimpressive would be an understatement for what happened with Clemson and Georgia Tech last week. Yeah. I, it, you look like you wanted to go somewhere else. Did you want to go somewhere else? Because I'll go here. Oh, ACC. no, no, okay. no, no. Heck no. I, I, I mean, I'm unimpressed with Clemson. I'm really disappointed in DJ. I, I, I can't tell you. I'm really disappointed in him. I mean, I, I haven't felt like they've played yet. I, I, I don't know what's going on with that program. Something's not right at Clemson this year. And look, you know I'm a huge you know I'm a huge North Carolina yes, State fan. I, I mean, I was disappointed in how they played against uh, against uh, Mississippi State. I thought they would beat Mississippi State, you know, but you know, I, I love what they do defensively. I think I think North Carolina State playing at home, their defense is really good. Their defense is really good. Now, in spite of what happened at Mississippi State, this is still this is still Patrick, the fifth best defense in college football. 
in spite of in spite of what happened at Mississippi State where they moved the football yep. on them, this team can still r- play run defense. They're the 12th best run defense in the country. So, I mean, I know they lost that game up there, and, it, and probably they shouldn't have. They lose 24 to 10. They held Mississippi State to 24 points, but – I like this story. I think I think Doran does a great job. I really do. I think he does a tremendous job coaching this team. I think his is he has. I've always said this about North Carolina State. They have those spikes where they're really good in recruiting one year, and then they go down a little bit and they come back. They 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 can't maintain the level of consistency within their recruiting. But this is one of his better teams. He's just got to find a way today to be better on offense than he's been. That's what happened to him at Mississippi State. They just weren't effective offensively. Great point about NC State's defense, and let's talk about how they match up against a Clemson offense that has been horrible. They lack pretty much everything. Uh, They're 105th in scoring offense, 93rd in rushing, 101st in passing. As far as YPA for DJ, 5.6. That's 118th in the country. This This is a spot where North Carolina State can find themselves is set up pretty well to beat a Clemson team that is struggling. If you take away what that FCS school, uh, South Carolina state that Clemson beat up on, if you take away that offensive performance, uh, NC state's defense has got to be licking their chops. Well, don't even take it away. Don't even keep it in there. Keep it in there for you for a second, right? Let's keep it in there. And and here's where they are passing offense to the 101st team in the country. And you kept that in there. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You're keeping that in there, and they're the 101st passing offense in the country with a five-star Dickie Vitale special. I mean, oh, my God, it's DJ. Well, he's got to play good. You know, he's got to play good. You know, you you get the Dickie V label on you, you got to play good. But even when you get the Dickie V label on, you don't have to play good. You can. It's like Washington Reds, Washington football team. They, they have the Dickie V label as a great defense. They don't play good. You know, once you get that label on you, it's hard to get it off. But, but Clemson has the Dickie V label. Oh, they're a great offense. That numbers don't show up, and we'll keep South Carolina State's performance in there. The red zone, they're 74th in red zone scoring with the South Carolina State game in there. By the way, Georgia Tech is terrible. And Clemson just with a backup quarterback. I'm aware. With their backup Without your quarterback. Boy Sims. Uh, and, and, and Clemson put up 14 against a Georgia Tech defense that is not even in the same ballpark as this North Carolina State team. So they're not going to just hit the switch and score 40 against NC State today. That's why I'm kind of the, the 47 and a half. I'm looking under because Clemson's got a very good defense. Obviously, that front is ridiculous. Um, yeah, looking, this could be a low scoring one. Yep, right? no doubt. You know, I, I, I mean, look. They're not going to give up much against NC State, but they're not going to score. If the, you can't score against Georgia Tech, you're not going to score against this North Carolina State team. He does that head coach does a good. He does. Doran does a good job there. I love Doran. I think Doran's a really good college coach. There's no doubt about it. I think him and Clawson at Wake Forest are two undervalued coaches in college football. Are you prepared when we come back to go to the basement? Prepared. Oh, I can't wait to go to the basement. Are you kidding me? On, I love me, the basement. Let me just peek ahead. Sometimes I like to be surprised. Um. Do we have a tie at one? Yeah, we do have a tie okay. at one. Well, that's the. Tease. I mean, you can't. Yeah, that's you can't, the. Tease. You, can't, you can't ignore it. I mean, it, it, there's room and there's room enough for two. These two, as we go to the bottom ten, and Michael thinks you can value. There's some value there betting these bottom ten teams. I totally agree with them. We'll head to the basement here in just a couple of minutes. But these two that I'm looking at tied for one. Let's see if you can guess it. Uh, these two may be two of the worst programs in the history of college football. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's getting and I don't think you bad. just. I don't think you just bet it arbit- blindly. 
I don't think you bet it blindly. I, I love how I love how Steven has the thirty up there. It's brilliant. I mean, it's really like it's very great. Yeah, I mean, he could he could be on the sideline of pro games signaling plays in. That was really oh, good. It's nice, well that, it's nice that Stephen Bond is sitting upright this week because last week he was on the ground sweating <laughs> in a pool of perspiration. When we come hey, back. You go ahead. Yeah, let's Michael. finish that. I want to finish that about what we were just talking about. Okay, I want to talk. We're headed about to that. the basement next here, Lombardi Line v Sin, the Sports Betting Network. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, thanks, Brent. You see it in front of you, and it's Express Bet, First Bet. Best place to bet the ponies, okay? Up to a $1,000 match deposit. You get 10 bucks as soon as you sign up. All you have to do is use the code VEGAS1000, okay? It's vcin.com slash horses for all the information. Everything's there at vcin.com slash horses. Uh, you can go check it out right now as we welcome you back. Hope you're having a nice Saturday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, before we go to the basement, you want to set the scene at the Borgata? I know TG's going to be it's joining quiet. us here in a little bit. He's coming up here. He's studying that Ryder Cup. He can't wait to get up here and talk about that. Uh, you know, it's very quiet so far today. I, I'm sure this is going to be a really crowded room once we get – there's a lot of Notre Dame fans in this area, as you would know. There's Notre Dame fans everywhere. So there'll be a lot of Notre Dame fans here watching the game, getting ready for it. So it's, it's you know, this is always a Saturday morning here at the Bagata. It's kind of a slow-moving day. And then right around noon, it starts to get busy, and then he'll be busy through the night. Okay, there it is. And TG's going to gotta come back. I mean, we got to get you back here. I'm coming after the show. I already told you. Okay. I'll be, I'll be right there. All right, good. Tell Millie I'm, I'm hungry. Um, okay, a couple things. Let's go to the basement. We'll start with number 10, yeah. ODU. Now. Shout to the Mac in Buffalo. Buff, the Bulls played a good, I mean, Coastal's a very good team. Returned everybody. 17th ranked team. And Buffalo played them to a 28-25 loss. So you see it there. ODU is sitting at 10, Michael, as far as the rankings. And they are hosting Buffalo today with Buffalo Lane 13. And I love this nugget, the under. Now, look, I don't think you could ever, ever, ever play every game, but I think 13 is probably the lowest you're going to get Old Dominion this year as a basement team. I think that's the lowest you're probably told you're going to get them. And I think the under certainly is in play as the Monarchs of the last the last six games in September. This is a program that's just establishing themselves. I like Buffalo here. I would lay the 13 and a half. There you have it. Number nine, as far as Michael Lombardi's bottom 10, we go to the basement. Well, they covered last night. UNLV all of a sudden an offensive powerhouse. They were I didn't catching see that coming. They were catching thirty. Now Fresno State's very good team and Hayner is tremendous, but uh UNLV covers last night. Arroyo a nice little cover. Yeah. Has he won a game yet? He hasn't, won a, he hasn't won a game. That's that's an issue. It's, yeah, I mean, look, I think this is gonna get worse because I think UNLV's gonna have to make coaching change this year. They're going, I, I, the, the Frijita family isn't going to, you know, they built that brand new facility. They, they really didn't want to change coaches. They, the, the former athletic director did for the right reasons. And, but this isn't working. I mean, this isn't working at UNLV. This program shouldn't be. This program at UNLV has facilities much like the University of Louisville. Amazing. And they should be they should be at a higher rank level than this, and they should play Fresno State to a closer game. That was a lot of points to give up at the Fresno State, especially when Fresno State had been off an exhausting game. I was laying off that one, but I think UNLV is going to be a strong play for all of us in coming weeks because it's only going to go from worse to worser. You said it. Now I'm hungry. I'm going to eat some fajitas later tonight. 
Is that how you say that name? I, I think you I think that's it. the name of the yeah, Listen, I, when so. you, I just always, to you, I acquiesce when it comes to names. You know how that goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Can, can, Kansas is in the basement, Michael. They're coming oh, in at Oh, boy, eight. they belong in the basement. They belong in the basement so much. I mean, you know, when you look at the Jayhawks, what are they, 1-10 in 10 over the last the, their last uh, 11 games against the spread? Now, they're playing Dukey today, right? Yes, sir. You know, and Duke has, you know, Duke has been somewhat inconsistent. Duke played better last week. So, you know, I, I don't know if Cutcliffe has it in him to just run it up. But to me, this is a Kansas program that I think Lance Leopold is going to build with a lot of players that he transferred in from Buffalo. I'd probably stay away from the Kansas Jayhawks this weekend in the basement only because I don't think Duke's explosive. Duke's lane 16. The Jayhawks don't just lose. Uh, they lose and don't cover. They're one in 10 ATS. Their last 11 as a dog. I think he's going to be, a, I think he's good, good, good hire going to be a good coach. It's, it's going to take, take a little time. bit. It's going to take a little yeah, bit. It's going to take some time. Program. No doubt about it. Next up, no Michael, doubt about it. number seven. Yeah, let's go. Which is, it's a program when Matt rule was there, obviously and temple was starting to pop uh, temples yeah. hosting Wagner today and uh, temples laying a huge number, but let's go ahead it's and talk about board. temple. Yeah. Well, it's off the board, isn't it? OTB. I, I mean, got a couple, I got know, I got circa at 36. I got a couple Westgate 36 and a half, but uh, I mean Temple's off the board. Let's go to the next game. We'll talk about Temple next week. They're not very good. Okay, UTEP. How about your boys? Oh boy, UTEP. here we go. New Mexico's yeah. in town, and New Mexico's oh, hey, this two is and a, a half. This is a battle of two bad ones now. I mean, New Mexico State's worse than New Mexico, but you know, the open pick. This is a pick 'em here. I mean, you're not going to get two bottom basement teams better than this. I mean, UTEP, what, they won their opener? They're 2-1 overall? You know, I think this is a stay away. I don't think that I, – I think this is a stay away. I lean towards UTEP here against New Mexico. Okay. We continue. Michael Lombardi's basement to the bottom 10. Uh, the, the theory, and Michael brought it up, and I think it's great when you can – don't just look at the marquee games. Don't look at the top 10. Don't look at the top 25, those matchups. You can look to the bottom 10. So let's go to number five, Bowling Green. Hate to see it with the Mac in the mix. Yeah, well, you know, the Mac's not very good. Bowling Green isn't very good. Their program is good. They're rebuilding their program. 31 and a half without, Abraham, without e Ibram in the game. Is that how you say? Is the running back who yeah, tore his Achilles? You know, I mean, that's really a lot of points to lay up. I, I think that the I think the book has adjusted this line fairly well at 31 and a half. And the, think about this. It's over 51. So if they cover, I mean, you're looking at a 35 to nothing. You're looking at a 42 to 7 type game. You know, I would gauge this probably a C plus if you want to play it. I would grade it a C plus if you wanted to play. I don't think Minnesota is very good. So I'm laying away this one. Yeah, Bowling Green's at Minnesota and uh, Minnesota. You see, we've got a number of 31. I got a couple of 30 and a halfs on the board. We stay in the MAC, which is uh, unfortunate for your fourth from the bottom, and that would be Akron. Yeah, I mean, look, 48 and a half. Would you lay it, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think this is if, I think I, I would. Get, I think I would. I think lay, I might Ohio lay. State Slane, and remember, Ohio State, C.J. Stroud's not starting today, but Ohio yeah. State Slane. Does 40, it matter? No, I don't believe it does. 48 and a half here against Akron. As Carl, as our, as our great philosopher, Carl Johnson said, yes. you just don't know when they call off them dogs, you know? Right. I mean, you just don't know. And so, like, I think, I think somebody's paying attention to our bottom line. Because I, I mean, forty-eight and a half is fairly steep on a sixty-eight and a half over. I, le I think I might lean in the under here. I think I take the under at sixty-eight and a half. Is that sixty-eight and a half? Right? It 66 is sixty-eight. It is sixty-eight and a half. Uh, sixty-six. I think I'm going to take sixty-six and a half. I'm going to take the under here. I think the under's the play here. 
You can lay 30,000 to win 100 on Ohio State if you so so choose to. Uh, they Why don't need, would anybody do they that? Don't need, they don't need Stroud in this matchup. Akron in town. Okay, next up on your list, three from the bottom, and Hawaii's in town. Hawaii's lane 17 at New Mexico State. I think you got to go with the Hawaii here. This is a lot. I know everybody's going to say, well, Hawaii travels, you know, and, and Hawaii comes in here, and, and, and it's probably going to be a hard game. But New Mexico State isn't very good. You know, they opened up as a pick em versus versus UTEP, and then they beat a couple bad schools. I mean, this is a team that lost to Tarleton State last year in, in, in the COVID year. If, if Hawaii can't move the ball for more and cover this at 18, I think something's going on. They're one and six. I like Hawaii here laying 17. Okay, next on the board, before we get to a tie for first in the basement, it's a race to the basement. Uh, Troy opened a 24-point favorite against UL Monroe, your boys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Terry Bowden's going to have a hard time. Uh, I mean, the Warhawks are going to have a hard time. They're 6-1 and in the last seven uh, versus a team. with. I I don't see it here. I don't like this. I don't know enough about Troy to say, hey, go with Troy. Louisiana Monroe is not very good. They're, they're no. not very good. And so for them, anytime it's under 30, you're tempted. But how good is Troy? I think you lay away. Yeah, I would tend to agree. I was looking at the game last night and couldn't really find an edge. Okay, and then we finally get to the bottom of the basement. Bottoms? Okay, and yeah, this, this is right. a tie. I like the tie here. UMass and UConn are the two worst in all of college football. I love Wyoming today laying 30 against UConn. I think Wyoming is a sleeping giant. I think Wyoming's a, Wyoming's a good team. I like Wyoming, you know, and, and UConn is traveling to Wyoming, right? Utah is, excuse me, Utah. Uh, UConn. Yes, they're going to be in Wy, at Wyoming. Good luck in that altitude with that defense and that, I mean, good luck there. I like the 30 Wyoming. I like that one a lot. That would be a four-star play for me. No, no, no. This is and in then, stores. This is in stores. Oh, it's in stores. And I thought, I thought Wyoming, it was. It's, it's now, it's think, open 30. It's jumped up to 32. Pardon me. In stores. Yeah, dang. See that? Yeah, I like the 30. I mean, can I get it? I like it at 20. I like it at 10. I like it at pick up. But I'll take, want. <laughs> I'll take the 32. <laughs> you can take whatever you want. All right. Coastal Carolina. Good program down there. I mean, look, let's face it. You know, it, Coastal has, you know, that they're a good team, you know, and, and UMass, we know they're not a very good team. I mean, UMass is, but 36 seems a little, you know, seems a little rich for you, me. In Coastal, a tough win last week. At Buffalo, come back home. Yeah, they, they didn't returned cover. Everybody. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. Re- no. They didn't. They didn't cover that Buffalo. I thought they would. I, I mean, I think I would lay a. I think this is a C plus game here if you want to play it. And that numbers, the totals jumped up with UMass at Coastal there in Myrtle Beach from sixty five and a half up to sixty six, sixty seven at most books. Okay, there it is. The basement, Michael Lombardi. Nice work. Great job. Great job, Stephen James Bond. That was awesome. I love those graphics. Awesome. Way to go. You see the big smile behind the glass. And we come back, another big smile. Thomas Gable joins us. Oh, yeah, here we go. At the Borgata here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's the betting splits. You've been asking for them, and we've got them. The latest betting splits on every game. Find out which games are seeing the most tickets written. It's all at VSEN. I always just say, why don't you just favorite it or just minimize VSEN.com because it has everything odds, data, analysis for the game. 
and start your next sports bet right now at vcin.com and get those betting splits. Just go check it out right now. You'll love it. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line on a Saturday week for college football, we head out to the Borgata. Of course, Michael Lombardi and Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book at the Borgata, or should I call him Thomas DeChambeau? He is Mr. Ugh. He's Mr. Ryder Cup. I thought you were going to be wearing some red, white, and blue today, my man. I just got, uh, yeah, I didn't wear my American flag blazer uh, yeah, today. Shut up, yeah. <laughs> it would look sharp. I, I, I didn't get the memo on the on the hoodies, that's yeah. for sure. Well, maybe you're not cool enough. Uh, I haven't figured that out yet, but uh, maybe next uh, week. Even uh, the uh, the Americans, actually, I don't know if you're watching, they're wearing hoodies. Really? As well. really? Yeah, like Justin Thomas was wearing yesterday and today. I, so, yeah, like it's it. uh, part of their team uniform now, Patrick, I guess, on the Ryder Cup. Can I let you in on a secret, Patrick? Yes, please. My man comes up here and he says he just took – finish the sentence, please. <laughs> Well, I know you guys were just talking about your basement teams. Yes, yes. So uh, we just had somebody bet against, uh, I believe, your number one team, right? UConn. <laughs> UConn, yes. Yeah, 100,000 100, on uh, Wyoming. Re- really? So they're laying, what, yeah. you, what 30, 31. 31? 31. 31 is what they got it at. Yeah, 31 and a half now. And then so what did you move it to? 31 and a half. So. Then he moved it did that person that made the bet rhyme with Pumparty? <laughs> no, I never moved. I never moved off there. Can you imagine if Millie saw me spending that kind of, oh, my God, there would be like, it would be a nine alarm fire. There'd, there'd, there'd be, be fire issues. trucks coming from everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Thomas, I know you wanted to start with Ryder Cup here as we get the four ball going. Yeah, so uh, we have um, United States uh, yesterday jumped out to a huge lead, 6-2, and that's really uh, that is a huge lead uh, for the Ryder Cup. That's their biggest lead that they've ever had after day one since 1977. So uh, it's going to be tough here for, for Europe to make that up. I, I, the only time I went back, um, the only time a team failed to win after earning six or more points on day one was 1999. And it, remember that that was when the U.S. had that furious comeback there in the singles on Sunday uh, at the country club. So. Yep. So you had Steve Stricker. He rolled out the same uh, four teams this morning that went three and one yesterday on the foursomes. So uh, pre-flop, this was uh, Garcia and Rom. That uh, Rom's really uh, the one who kind of put the uh, Europe on board yesterday. Um, they were dollar thirty-five favorites against Kepka and Berger. That's a great match that's uh, going on now. And um, uh, Kepka and Berger, of course, they're both Florida State guys, mm-hmm. so uh, they they played well, and uh, they 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 pair together well. I think you, you're definitely not going to see DeChambeau with with Kepka yeah, at no all. Uh, but uh, but hey. these two they, these two make a good team because Berger's a great irons player. Obviously, Kepka's very good off the tee, and here in this alternate shot format, uh, but. Uh, Rom and Garcia actually are up in that match as we speak. Tell the audience, like, can you bet? You can bet the team total, and you can bet the, the individual matchups. Correct? So yeah, so we post for the for the matchups. Uh, so obviously we have the uh, the foursomes going on right now this morning. Uh, after these uh, finish up, then the teams, the, the captains, will announce their uh, teams that will be going out for the afternoon and four ball. So we'll post odds on those, so you can bet those four matches um, this afternoon, and then obviously overall. So there's a, a, a line that'll be up right now for um, who obviously will win the Ryder Cup overall. Which that live line right now is uh, the U.S. minus fourteen dollars, Europe uh, you can get nine to one, and it's a three-way line. So the tie is eighteen to one right now on the live line 
uh, for the Ryder Cup. And just to clarify, foursomes, alternate shot, four ball, everybody plays their own ball. So that'll be in the yes, afternoon. Yes, best ball. So good, yep. good to know. And yep. great information, Thomas. So, And you're into yeah, it, right? You've been into this. Yeah, Ryder I Cup. mean, yeah, tr traditionally it's the, you know, the Americans don't fare too well on Fridays and Saturdays. Europe tr traditionally comes out. Uh, and the Americans need to make up ground then in the singles uh, on Sunday. And that usually has been the case in, in past history. So um, this is a little bit unusual spot here that the Americans find themselves to, to be up so much here in, uh, in the team competition early on. It looks really windy today. Is it with the wind really a factor? I think it's always going to be windy there at Whistling Straits. It's, yeah. The wind's always a factor there, and, um, you know, you, you have a, a lot of waste areas around that course. Uh, a great course. It's a great oh, course. And let me just gorgeous. say, it, and um, Bill Berman said this yesterday, if you, if you ever have a chance to go to a live sporting event, the Ryder Cup is one of the ones you need to get to because it, it's just a tremendous Tremendous atmosphere. If you have any interest in golf whatsoever, in professional golf whatsoever, get to a Ryder Cup. Well, I actually got an invite from Michael Jordan and Ahmad Rashad, but I had to work this oh, weekend or I was good. You saw those two <laughs> hanging out, right? Smoking stogies. Uh, Jordan, yeah, I figured that, yeah, they had a cigar for you there. Thank you. Uh, Jordan and Ahmad Rashad go to every Ryder Cup. France yeah. doesn't matter. They go. They they represent. Well, I, I saw I saw Jordan there in uh, 2016. I went to Hazeltine in 2016. Jordan was there. Uh, why shouldn't yeah. he? I mean, great. I mean, he loves golf. He loves America. I mean, it's the perfect. I mean, I love that. It's awesome. Uh, now I'm. This is you're getting bet heavily with Clemson and MC, NC State. <clears throat> you went up to ten and a half. I assume that means you're taking Clemson money. Uh, you would assume wrong there. Actually, Clemson has uh, more tickets written on them, but NC State, a uh, little bit more money, a little bit okay, more money gotcha. on NC State currently at the moment. But yeah, uh, last time NC State beat Clemson was in 2011. Yeah. Uh, so last week, Tigers won 14-8 over Georgia Tech. They closed as a 28-point favorite in that game. Clemson hasn't covered yet this year. Well, NC State is 2-1 and one ATS thus far. Um, you have to feel like Clemson is going to be on upset alert here today. They've only scored a combined 17 points in their two games against uh, their FBS opponents that they played. It's been their defense that's been carrying the team, uh, not allowing any an offensive touchdown this year. They haven't allowed one yet. Uh, but the question here is, can Clemson's offense generate enough scoring to cover this double-digit spread here? Uh, they just can't seem to manage any explosive plays on offense. Yeah, no, it's it's DJ's been really disappointing. It really has, and you know, it, it, and everybody for the novice better looks and say, well, Clemson's only a ten-point favorite against the, you know, I mean, that's an easy play. But if you really understand football and the way North Carolina State plays defense, that's not an easy get right there. Yeah, total forty-seven and a half. We are seeing money. I'm going on the under. under in this. TG, yep. I'm going yeah, under. Money Give under. me a yep, marker so. on that one there in, at the Borgata. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Fascinated by this game. Let's go through it. Yeah, Wisconsin laying six and a half here. Uh, total is forty-three and a half. Uh, fairly balanced action, uh, ticket count-wise. A little bit more tickets on Wisconsin, but the money here. Uh, Ninety-two percent of the money is on Wisconsin at the moment. Wow. Notre Dame. Of course, undefeated coming into this game. Solid win against Purdue last week, 27-13. Uh, they covered the seven-and-a-half-point spread in that one. And Notre Dame, they rank 115th in rushing, but it's been Jack Cohn, a quarterback, who's made the difference for them. And he's thrown for 828 yards with eight TDs and two interceptions this year. And now he faces his former team here in Wisconsin. 
Badgers come in at one and one with their home loss to Penn State to open the season, uh, but they beat Eastern Michigan then 34-7. Wisconsin has looked very good defensively, but they they will be a, this will be their toughest passing uh, game I think the Badgers have faced. And Notre Dame has the talent to keep this within a touchdown, maybe even pull out an outright win. But uh, we we are certainly seeing uh, some. Sharper money, we'll say, on uh, on Wisconsin here. So this is interesting. You know, Josh has been saying everybody betting North, North, North Notre Dame on our betting board here, which is true. I mean, on our betting board, 80% of the money is coming in on Notre Dame. Here at the Borgata, all the money's coming in on Wisconsin, which is really, uh, for for us as bettors, it really depends on the house. And, and that split as it goes, and I think that's ultimately what we're seeing here. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, you know, it's not... Uh, a surprise to me that I think that Notre Dame is a very public underdog here yeah. in this game, that, that the public is, is jumping on them. And again, the, the ticket count here uh, sort of reflects that. You're, it's a pretty balanced ticket count, but uh, the money, the bigger money here is on Wisconsin. Right, and nobody, the Eagle fans tomorrow don't want the points? Monday night. Monday, Monday night. night, yeah. Monday no, night? Of course not. Well, course to not. be fair, you've got that as an even game as well in Dallas, Michael. Uh, it is to be fair. I do. It is very yeah, fair. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I think we talked yeah. about that. Yeah. It's basically, yeah, it's basically it's a pick 'em pick game. But um, they want to give you points. Why yeah. not take it? You take them. Well, uh, may I ask you, uh, Thomas? Oh, sorry. Finish your thought. No, I mean, well, why would they? Why, why would they? they? No, no, that's money line. Money line or nothing. Yeah. May I ask you in East Lansing where you are with Nebraska and Michigan State, a ranked Michigan State team? Yeah, Michigan State. Let's go to this game here. Sorry to throw it on you, but I'm curious no, just no, because that's it's okay. been bet up to four, uh, open four. But I saw Nebraska yep. money. Now it looks like Michigan State's getting bet again. Um, we we actually opened this at five. Um, gotcha. And it is currently four here, fifty-three and a half. Um, we're seeing actually money on the over here. That's uh, that's primarily where this is getting bet. A little bit more ticket count on Michigan State at the moment, but pretty uh, balanced action on that game. KTG, enjoy it. Good luck today. By the way, you have an accent that is Baltimore, Pennsylvania, and Jersey. On. On. I've been I've been to what Baltimore a... maybe twice in my life. <laughs> okay, well, congratulations. He's a novelist, you're now you're now you're now from there. You and Babe Ruth are from Baltimore. Uh, Thomas, <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> We're gonna run the board with Michael Thanks, Lombardi Thomas. and Josh next here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Hey, you want some free money? Who doesn't? BetMGM's hooking you up today. It's the king of sportsbooks. You bet a dollar, you win 100. Download the BetMGM app or just go to BetMGM.com. So here's the deal. Anybody scores a touchdown today in college football, if you're a new subscriber, if you're a new better there at BetMGM, you're going to win that 100 bucks paid for in free bets. Okay? 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue, but check it out. BetMGM. Right now, as we welcome you back, uh, that's Danica Patrick on game day. As I looked down, uh, I was curious. Hey, Michael Lombardi at the Borgata. Yeah, um, that's the, yeah. What do we got, Patrick? <laughs> TG's fired up about the golf, huh? I loves it. Yeah, he loves it. I mean, a lot of lot of action on it. I mean, you know, it's interesting his commentary about Wisconsin. I mean, this is typically a Notre Dame house. I mean, a lot of Notre Dame fans here is to see that the Wisconsin's getting so heavily bet here at the Borgata. 
is fascinating to me. You know, and I mean, I think people look at that number and they say, you know, Notre Dame's undefeated. They have it. You know, that, like this seems strange, and, yes. and it's a little bit of a, you know, and it and it's an early kick too. I thought this would have been the night game. I really did. I'm disappointed it's not the night game. Soldier Field at noon. That doesn't that doesn't quite cut it. By the way, just, eleven o'clock. It's eleven o'clock. I mean, a, you know, you know, you know. I mean, it's it's a it's a Bloody Mary game. It's not even a you know, it's not even a Carl Carl Johnson. What was he drinking? That spider drink? I have no idea what he was drinking. Fifty-seven percent of the tickets, ninety-two percent of the money in Jersey at the board. Borgata on Wisconsin as we bring Josh Applebaum back in. And you have a couple updates for us, but how about that? Some surprising cash being bet on Wisconsin there in Jersey, Josh. Yeah, it really is. And I think Michael brought up a great distinction. You know, you're going to look at different books. There are regional differences across the board. Uh, obviously, TG's a little more split. A lot of the books that I'm looking at are much heavier here on Notre Dame. But I think the, the overall thing here, you know, not missing the forest amongst the trees is that the bigger money really based on the ticket count uh, compared to the handle, the handle is much bigger here in Wisconsin again. So it kind of makes no sense that the higher ranked team, better record is Notre Dame, yet they open as a dog and become more of a dog. So I'm with TG on that one leading toward Wisconsin. Michael and Patrick, I'll throw a ton of games at you. Michael, maybe you can jump in at, at the end and see if you like any of these. Uh, Mississippi State, you guys talked to Carl Johnson earlier. They look really sharp. Everyone's betting LSU off a win in a cover. Uh, you see Mississippi State coming off that loss straight up to Memphis, 31-29 as a three-point favorite. Yet, uh, kind of a split ticket count, even slightly into LSU. With LSU opened minus three and a half, down to one and a half. A lot of money coming in there on Mike Leach, guys. Uh, more sharp moves. Texas Tech, keep an eye on the Red, Red Raiders today. They're at Texas. Everyone's betting Texas. Yeah, we've seen Texas open like minus 10 and a half. That line is now down to around nine. Red Raiders come in there three and oh, so a little money there getting the points with the Red Raiders. Boston College in my neck of the woods, where even college football doesn't exist up here, guys, but it does with some sharps on BC. They open as around a two and a half point or two point dog at home. They're now flipping dog to favorite minus one against Missouri. Uh, you also look at um, a couple surprising ones, maybe contrarian spots. Stanford plus four. Everybody's betting here. UCLA, the UCLA pretty much open for has stayed for some books are juicing up to four, maybe to three and a half. Grabbing UCLA in the points looks like a buy low spot. Uh, similar situation with Baylor. Baylor's at home against Iowa State. Heavy betting Iowa State, yet they really haven't moved off a minus seven on the road. So Baylor uh, with a little unranked first rank uh, home conference dog situation. Plus seven is intriguing. Uh, Patrick, you're, uh, you're South Carolina Gamecocks you. here. They're getting no respect against Kentucky. No one wants them, but it's pretty much a line freeze. You had Kentucky minus five, stayed minus five. So I always look for lopsided situations where the line doesn't move. Tells me there's liability the other way. Then a couple other guys, just real quick. Uh, Ohio is on the road at Northwestern. Ohio, both these teams are bad. 0-3, Ohio, 1-2, Northwestern. But you saw Ohio go plus 15 to plus 14. Little money, Ohio, maybe. A gross one is Florida State. I know they've looked terrible. They're 0-3. But they just went from plus 2.5 uh, to plus 1, or almost a pick them against Louisville. Maybe some money on FSU. Then more dogs, guys. UTSA, plus 4.5 to plus 3 against Memphis. Both teams 3-0 there. Western Kentucky is getting hit. Plus 10 to plus 9.5. K-State at Oklahoma State, 7.5 to 5.5. And, and the last one, guys, FAU. Keep an eye on this game against Air Force. Heavy betting Air Force, but FAU went plus 5 down to plus 4. Michael, any of those jump out at you? Well, I mean, thanks a lot, Josh. I mean, you know, you know Josh, I mean, Josh, how about really... the Red Raiders? How about Texas, Texas Tech? What you do you know, think? I don't know. I, you know, I didn't. I thought Texas Tech. I thought Texas would go into Arkansas and win that game, and they got and they got beaten up pretty good. And of course, you know, then they come back the next week. I, I, I you know, Texas Tech to me, Matt Wells is a good coach. I, I, I lean towards Texas Tech here. I think Sark's got to rebuild this program at Texas, and it was left in a mess by Herman. I, I could see Texas. Tech here. 
Can we talk about that K-State game uh, quickly, boys? Because I got an opener of seven and a half down to five and a half. Josh, I believe that's the number you just uh, ripped off there as well. Uh, Josh, we'll start with you. I know that means you're going to bet K-State, but thoughts on this one as it uh, dips below that key number of seven and then through six as well. Yeah, Patrick, I do like K-State, but now it comes a conundrum of, hey, are you too late to the party? You're betting a bad number after its move. I'll still lean there because it's been pretty consistent toward K-State. Uh, both teams 3-0 and coming in this game. And uh, again, you know, the, my one concern, Patrick, here is looks kind of a popular play with K-State, but maybe that makes it both a pro and Joe play where public's on K-State and really some uh, big money here. Because again, you mentioned open 7.5. It's now down to around 5.5. Even 5.5, maybe there's value because it looks like it may get to 5 It'd also be kind of a, a you know a conference road dog high or low total. Low totals are good for dogs, harder for the favorite to cover. So, Michael, what would you do there? Are the Wildcats worth a look there? Or are you worried by losing the best of the number at this point? I, I really liked I liked Boise State last week against Kansas against uh, Oklahoma State. I don't know how good Oklahoma State is. They struggled to beat Tulsa, you know. They struggled to beat Missouri State, and then they struggled to beat Boise. I mean, they've been a lot of close games so far this year. And and what I think is the the the, the concern here is is they are not as explosive as they used to be offensively. I mean, they're just not. They average 7-1-1 yards per attempt in the passing game. And their running game and their, and their rush offense is, is 105th in the nation. And one thing I think what you see in this game is, is they can play. There's no doubt Kansas State is really good run defensive team. So I like K-State here. I really do. Okay, let's get some picks, boys. Notre Dame's at Wisconsin. Not really. It's going to be Soldier Field coming up here in just a little bit. Michael, I'll start with you. I'll give you six and a half Wisconsin laying it. You know, I think when I watch this and I think of Wisconsin's defense, I'm going to lean Wisconsin here just because I think Wisconsin defensively will slow down Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame struggled against Purdue. They struggled against Toledo. And they struggled against Florida State. And we know Florida State isn't very good. I'll lean Wisconsin here. Okay, Josh. I would like on this one, guys, there are games that are super fishy, make zero sense. And I think it's better as we start to say, wow, I got a real edge on the book here, but you really don't. The books are setting these lines very sharp. They're conscious of the public perception. Notre Dame has a higher rank and a better record yet. Wisconsin opens as a favorite and becomes more of a favorite. I smell a rat here, guys. I'm going to go Wisconsin and lay the points here at soldier field. Okay. Michael LSU, Josh mentioned it. So did Carl sharp money there, Mississippi state LSU's bet down to, I'll give you a point favorite with LSU point, point and a half. I'm going to go with Mike Leach and LSU. I think there's a lot of dissension within the LSU coaching staff. I think there's a Agreed. lot of problems going on in that program there. I think I think Carl Johnson, you know, is right. I think, and I've said this all year, I think this is, if Ed Orgeron doesn't win this game, those problems are going to intensify and magnify. I don't think they're ready to beat Mike Leach today. Back the pirate. Josh, who you got? <laughs> I'm with Michael on this one. I'm with Carl on this one. I think Mississippi State is one of your sharper plays. I love it when you have a dog that's like plus three at home and becomes closer to a pick em. Uh, You have this love for LSU as just the colors and a big-name school. But Mike Leach buying low after that loss to Memphis, 31-29, three-point favorite, lose outright versus LSU, who won and covered against CMU. I'll go LSU. I'll go Mississippi State here. I, I would have loved the plus three again here, but I'm still playing at one and a half. I think maybe they went outright. I look money line here, too. Okay, Michael, we haven't touched on this. You're always going to have a built-in number there as far as Texas gets shaded a little bit. Texas Tech's in town in Austin, and they're laying nine. Texas is laying nine. You know, I think I'm going to take the Tech. I'll take the Red Raiders and the nine points against Texas. I don't see them really being able to do that. I, 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 would, do, I would take that. I, I definitely would. Josh? I'm with Michael on this one, guys. Ten and a half down to nine and a half, nine. If you can find a, a slow-moving book there that's still nine and a half, I jump on that. Even nine, guys, looks like it may get down to eight and a half. Also, 
do we see some fireworks here? Both these teams are averaging like 40 points a game. This thing did rise like 60 to 62, uh, and it's going to be a hot day with no win there. So maybe some uh, some points put and put uh, put up on the board here. Okay, let's, can let's, I yeah, please. can I throw one at you, Patrick? Please. I love I like I liked them last week. They didn't cover for me, but I'm going to come back with Central Michigan against FIU. Chips. I'll lay the points. I'll take the chips. I'll lay the points. Okay. Well done. And Josh, jump in if you have one that you want to play in particular. I want to ask you both about two Michigan schools, Rutgers at Michigan, Michael. You're going to lay 20 with the Wolverines. Uh, I'm going to go with the state school. I love Rutgers. I go I go Great. there. Although I think Michigan, will, I, I, I do I do think Michigan's a much improved team. They can run the football. They don't turn it over, which is doomed. I, I, I'll take the 20, but I don't feel good about it. Josh? I'm kind of with Michael on this one. The line did move to Michigan. I think these books were like minus 18 up to minus 20. So you could say, hey, I'm getting a couple extra points with Rutgers. But you can also say, why the line go to Michigan? Maybe some respected money. I, I'm saying with with Michael, this is kind of just a system play of a you know a, a double-digit road conference dog with an inflated line. I'll take Rutgers in the points and hope Shiano comes through for okay, me. Okay, I got 30 seconds. Michael, throw anything at me. I, I'm going to give you Michigan State lane four hosting Nebraska as well. If you want, I'm taking Michigan State. I, I I haven't bought into the I haven't bought into the Nebraska program at all yet. So I'll take Michigan State. Josh, I'm going to go Nebraska here. Kind of a line freeze. I'll take the points. Also, guys, really like Texas A&M. You very very rarely get them as a contrarian I, spot with kind of a low number. Give me the Aggies. Yeah, Michael, I, I like that. Pick, I, I like that pick a lot. I, I don't trust Arkansas. I know they beat Texas. I don't trust Arkansas. T.J. Watt officially out for Pittsburgh. That's a tease for tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow, boys. Okay. Can't wait, Patrick. Thanks, guys. Betting across America with Dave and West next here. It is V-CIN, the Sports Betting Network.